The federal immigration bill unveiled this week is already getting complaints from those on the left and right. The bipartisan group of senators who wrote it say that means they're doing something right. The bill would make it possible for illegal immigrants here to become U.S. citizens eventually. Most of the debate has centered on Latino immigrants. But there's another group whose ranks have ebbed and flowed, especially in New York, Irish immigrants. Many work in the construction trade and quite a few off the books. Inez Novacic reports from New York on how Irish construction workers view the immigration debate. You can't get more Irish in America than a Gaelic Games tournament on a Sunday afternoon in New York City. Gaelic Park is a 2,000-seat arena in the Bronx on the furthest uptown stop on the one subway train. It's in the heart of New York's Irish community. Over whistleblows and groans as players lunge into each other, every variety of the Irish accent fills the stadium. And this is nothing new, I'm told. There's players from all over Ireland playing it, you know, so a lot of different accents going on in the changing room. It's pretty funny, you know. That's one of Gaelic Park's veteran players. Like most of his teammates on the field today, he works in construction. He's also here illegally, so he doesn't want to use his real name. Call me Lucy, he says. I just didn't go back, you know, I sort of fell in love with the culture, the place, the city, city life. That was ten years ago. And if you're asking how did he get by undocumented for ten years? The manager of the football team, he got, he got me. I was working for him. Like the man, he was a, a contractor, construction, so um, I'm a carpenter. So he got me and I was, work, was working with him like for um, a few years. Lucy's is a story familiar to most Irish or Irish-American ears, and many Gaelic players here today tell a version of it. They come to America in search for work. They overstay their visas. They're helped by someone from the close-knit Irish community. A loosely organized interest group called the Irish Lobby for Immigration Reform estimates that 50,000 undocumented Irish live across America. Now, a different kind of story is on the cards for people like Lucy, if immigration reform passes and the proposed W visas for low-skilled workers are granted. That's how most, most people get jobs out here, is through, is through Gaelic football. Somebody who knows somebody who plays Gaelic football will always work for somebody. Lucy's fellow athlete is also an undocumented labourer. He moved to New York two years ago and has a daughter on the way. We'll call him Seamus. He says that the Irish word-of-mouth job search keeps his bills paid. Because we're undocumented, that's the only avenue we have. I play Irish football and my manager... I work for him. That was it. It's not exactly straightforward, though, he warns. I pay a tax through a different name and a different social number. I have a bank account. I drive. One day I could meet the wrong person or get pulled over for a busted taillight or something and I'd be sent home. You know, that's how easy it is. The Irish have been coming to America since the early 19th century, usually in waves. If the economy in Ireland suffers, America is the first place they turn to in search for work. That's what happened in the 1980s, the last time large numbers of undocumented workers arrived here. Tim Devlin was one of them. Now he runs a construction business in Midtown Manhattan. 
came here in 1984, started construction, I guess, three days after I arrived here. And I worked my way up from the, working in the Bronx, like most people did, or Queens, all the way up to uh, 363 7th Avenue, basically. In other words, from working as a laborer to building things like skyscrapers in Manhattan. Today, Devlin's office is non-stop. I get time with him while he drives up to check on a construction site. He says he can't imagine living an undocumented life today. I don't even know how they even... I don't even know how they do it, to be honest with you. It's, it's got to be really, really, really tough. Because the regulations were the banks and the regulations were the government and you have to have ID and you can't get a driver's license. I don't think you can get a driver's license now unless you uh, have some type of legal status. The site we visit has no Irish laborers, rather men from Latin America. It's dark inside this old, gutted church in Queens. Drills and hammers on steel mute the sounds of Spanish. Devlin says that a temporary visa program for low-skilled workers, an initiative pushed by a group of senators, would benefit all of his employees. It'll take them out of the shadows, obviously, and it also is going to help the economy because uh, when these people all become legal, uh, they're going to generate more tax revenue. So it's a plus-plus all the way, I believe. The Irish community has lived through and lobbied for several immigration bills since the 1980s. For a time, they won some success with increased visa types and quotas, until 1996, the last time comprehensive immigration reform was signed into law. Although the community is buzzing about the prospect of immigration legislation now, the majority of those undocumented aren't exactly holding their breath. There's always hope, but at the same time, until something's concrete, concrete is written down, I don't think there's, there's much point in getting carried away with it. For The World, I'm Inez Novacic in New York City.